Guys, it's that time again. Sub the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle. And I am Pac Man, the podcast papa. I don't think you give yourself that title, man. I I think I can. I really I really don't think that's a, that's a title you could really claim. I mean, everybody calls me it. Literally everybody in the universe. They see me down the street. They go, hey, isn't that the podcast Papa? Doubt it. Patty Pots. I really think I've heard one person call you that, and it's literally just you. <laughs> so I, I count as everybody. No. No. You're barely a nobody. Could we, could we go with Patty Two Pots? No, no. I was annoyed when you fucking referred to yourself as PX on the fucking, on your LIM show. Well, look, I just want to set the record straight. So Pac-Man is JFW exclusive. But PX, again, it's a staple. It's an institution. It had to be my name on the LIM podcast. I don't think there's one person that cares that you still call yourself PX or not. Well, you know, I, I, mean, I, I mean, look. I mean, fucking Gabagool called you, he fucking accidentally called you Pac-Man like three times. I know he did. I know he did. It's a hard it's a hard habit to break to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's a hard habit to break a brand new fucking nickname? Yeah, it is. No. It's like smoking cigarettes. It's a hard habit to break because. No, in this analogy, it's like, oh, I'm quitting, but it's really hard to fucking quit. Well, it's hard to quit PX. That's all I'm saying. PX is like cigarettes. We're not talking about the same fucking thing here, man. I think we we're we're on the same wavelength, but kind of like different parts you're, of the world. You are saying that it's hard to break away from PX. If that was the case, then he would be accidentally calling you PX. And correcting himself to Pac-Man. Instead, he's calling you Pac-Man and correcting himself to PX. I totally am following your logic here, but I reject your reality and substitute my own. You can't go wrong with that one. I mean, exactly, exactly. I mean, all right. So now be um. Hey, I fixed it. <laughs> I'm getting good at that. You gotta be quicker than that, buddy. Oh, hell's bells. Um, two weeks. Two weeks since we recorded together. Yeah. Uh, which means... Shut up. Which means we got two weeks of uh, wrestling to cover. Um... I know I got Powell. I can talk about Powell because I was at the uh, show on Saturday. I didn't make the show Sunday, and I haven't got results about it, so we don't need to worry about talking about that one. Well, I got um, I got results for that. 
Okay, cool. So we can talk about that. Uh, uh, Pac-Man, you got IPW, so we can cover that. Nobody got CTW, so we can cover that one. And obviously the ARW show is coming up this weekend. <sighs> Before we do any of that, though, I got to remind all you that uh, this episode of Just Regressing, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. Go to CarterComics.com, check out their uh, shop, fill your card up with all their amazing comics, use the discount code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout, and you'll save 10% in your entire order. Not just at their website, but at their four different eBay accounts, uh, the uh, discount code applies as well. You can find the links to all those at their website, CarterComics.com, on their homepage, just scroll to the bottom. They're all right there. So whether you bid, buy outright, negotiate for a better price, discount code applies, 10% off the final paying price that uh, you have over at eBay. CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Guys, uh, this is episode 198, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so we are two episodes away from 200. Nice. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it is. Um, but I don't want to wait any longer because we do got a lot to cover. Uh, so uh, I take it I, uh, CTW is going to be first? Uh, we could do that. Well, I want to go in order of when it happened. Okay, then CTW would be first. Cool. All right, let's right. CTW. Right, right Pac-Man? Pac-Man Pac 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 doesn't get a say. Shut up. I, I, I agree. <laughs> Idiot. Even before that, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, lovely intoxicated podcast. Oh, you mean episode one, which is currently the most viewed episode of our podcast in our podcast it is, history? It is. It is, the, it is. it is number one on all charts that our lovely intoxicated men. Of all the episodes of the Lovely Intoxicated podcast, it's our number one episode. Um, I think my favorite part of it is knowing that you called it the Lovely Intoxicated podcast while you're trying to put over the word vodcast, and yet it's not over enough to use in the title of the show. Well, here's the thing, because you could have live, but you could have lip, because what we're using to drink beer, to... Talk about wrestling is our lips. It wouldn't be possible to do it without it, so the lip. You couldn't drink beer if you weren't living. I'm so glad to be alive then. When I think of live, I think of Liv Morgan, but that's a whole other story. Right? And, you, and you, you could have used that to get her to acknowledge you guys, but instead you went with lip. Lip. I mean, it's, it comes right off the lips. I mean... Lip on lib, okay. I mean, only one can dream, but hey. I will run run down your show, man. So we had on our first episode, Chet Gunderson and Damian Saint talk with them a little bit about their seasons, and uh, the next episode will be next week, and we're going to have the entire LIM on. Uh, you can find that on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page. And just be ready because that episode is going to be off the rails. Yeah, why, why are you not putting one out this week? We decided to go every other week uh, just because of time and also because we don't want to oversaturate either. We have busy schedules, you know, Gabagool and I. So 
we didn't want to put one out every single week just because our schedules wouldn't allow it. So we felt like the every other week schedule um, is going to be, you know, better for us. And it's going to be able to allow us to put out the, the content, the quality of the content that we want to put out. No, it's not. Uh, the fact that you base this off of one fucking episode blows my fucking mind. Uh, the highest viewed episode of the Lovely Intoxicated podcast. Over 300 views between three different mediums. I, I just love how in my mind this whole concept is like, oh, we're going to do a podcast during the Rocket Pro break. Which means you're going to have, like, what, five fucking episodes? We're going to have nine. Oh, fucking eight, that's too many. We added an episode to the end of the season, uh, so we're going to do a Fall Brawl pre-show and a Fall Brawl post-show. Fun. So, since we're on the subject, yeah. so over the weekend, you know, we talked here and there about, you know, what you, the things to improve on, what you could do, whatever. There's one piece of advice that I think is super, super important above all, of all the advice we've given you. It's your podcast, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's your house in a way. Right. You have guests. Guests should... You're respectful, and you are respectful to the guests. Do not, and I repeat, do not let any guest disrespect you in your house, on your podcast. Nobody, I don't care if it's a president, a boss, your own mother, Travis T., me, don't let anybody disrespect your podcast or you personally. If they come on your show, they have to show the same respect that they want. If they demand respect, they have to show the same respect. I could probably piece together uh, which person you're talking about, Mr. Uh, gentleman Guy, nine months in a row, Beard of Thor. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Let's not, let's not jump the gun here. I'm not, I'm not saying guys of anything. It's not about I am you not, guys in I, general. I am not saying names. I'm just saying to let any of your guests, no matter who they are, don't let them disrespect you. That's all. Take I think charge. Key, I think the key point is you mentioned them showing the same respect. But when you have Gabagool, who I respect and love, great fucking dude, Agreed. start out the show disrespecting Damien Saint. It's just advice. Don't let anybody disrespect you on your own show. Well, yeah. I mean, look, you know. Maybe, maybe do in, the show sober. Maybe that's a thing. In Gabagool's defense, in Gabagool's defense, you know, he did say that Damien Sate was a man who needed little to no introduction, and he didn't want to overstretch. So I think, you know, I think it was a reasonable introduction. No, it was. It was insulting. Well, I mean, he kept, I think he made up for it because he kept pointing out that he had nine months in a row of standing room only. Which he did. Yeah. He did. And, you know, I will say, I think at one point he started kind of siding with 
Damien's safe in certain regards, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. And, um, yeah, I think that kind of caught me off guard a little bit, to be honest. I mean, the reality is you guys should be respecting him in general because without him, any of the shit you guys are doing, you wouldn't even have the opportunity to do. Walking out to the ring with Chet and everything, that has to be finalized and approved by somebody. You know, fucking Nubby's over there holding the championship. The Chicagoland Championship. Somebody had somebody had to put that uh, that match together. That opportunity given to somebody. Like it, it's weird when people have this whole like disrespect for him. Like just because like it, 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 I think it all comes down to just the the Aaron Stone situation. But when you look at everything else he does, there should be more respect given. The, the sold out fucking shows. The fact that he allows the fans to be part of the show. Whether it's a coat rack or, you know, fucking just coming out with Chuck Gunderson, allowing Chuck Gunderson to even have a part in the show, because that guy's a fucking annoying and a half. Hey, 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 you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You keep Chuck Gunderson's name out of your mouth. I, I am job. He's the mayor of What the fuck does that even mean? He's the CEO of Rocket Pro Wrestling. What is I am job? What the He's fuck job. is that? You know, look, when you're job, you're job, and when you're not job, you're still job. It's just a way of life. Like, is, is his is his English so broken, and he has such ignorance in learning it properly, does he not know how to say the word jobber? Hey, he can't that's help a that problem? he has a Berwyn when accent. He, when he goes around saying, I am job, it's because he doesn't know how to say jobber? He can't help that he has a Berwyn accent. Dude's fucking. He loves chess. No. He's one of us. He is all I am. That's right. He's one of you, Nubby. He 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 is. He's one of you. That's the that's the and that's the goofy thing about the fight. That what blows my and it, this is the only credit I give to the L I M is the fact that you guys are like just fucking grouped together in this fucking band of fucking misfit. Like these half made fucking toys that you saw in the fucking Rudolph fucking specials at Christmas time. This land of misfit toys. You just just all these morons just coming together to do stupid shit. And yet, and yet somehow, it's like Revenge of the Nerds where you get all these fucking hot girls that fucking want to fucking circle you like the goddamn solar system and shit. Like Chet's hot fucking daughter. That hot girl that fucking JJ's hanging around with. But I got a message. I, I, she finally messaged me, so how you doing? Um, blows my fucking mind. Like, like I, like, I believe it's charity. It has to be fucking charity, if anything. It's just good luck, good luck, some good times. No, 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 no. <laughs> Luck. I can agree with fucking luck, brother. <laughs> hey, what can we say? We are, we're good with women. Yeah, do you ever figure out if uh, JJ's in that girl yet? I still have no comments. But I thought you asked him at IPW. He did. I think he, he sure forgot. did. Or maybe he forgot on purpose. I think he totally forgot on purpose because he did. I do remember him calling Double J over and and asking him about it. So uh, you you 
talked to Double J about it, didn't you? I want to work the gimmick, brother. Um. <laughs> well, here, here yeah, I I did. I just don't remember what the fuck he said. I don't remember either. I still don't remember her fucking name. I think it was Zoe. Is it Zoe? It was Zoe. Who was the other? Who's the one girl that I, I kept calling cute? I don't remember her name either. Is it Amy? I think it was Zoe. No, not no, Zoe. Not Nate. you. I'm talking to Nubby. Shut up. Oh, that was Dana. Dana. There we go. Yeah, I kept calling her cute. Um, no, I, I remember talking to JJ. I don't think I got a clear answer from him or not. But, I mean, who knows? If, if they're together, fucking great. Because I do a lot better with women in relationships than single women. So it's just, it just drives, you know, my type of person. So hopefully they're together. Hopefully <laughs> they fall madly in love. And hopefully they could, she, he could get over it when his heart gets broken and she's hanging out with me at Rocket Pro shows. Well, what if we induct her in LIM? I'll that makes it a little challenging. Yeah, I'm not I don't have to hang out with her while she fucking hangs out with you idiots. Well, seems like it would be a conflict of interest. Well? Well? <laughs> How would it be a conflict of interest? I'm hanging out with fucking Nubby, and he's still allegedly part of the LIM. He is LIM. I don't care what Freiburg says. It's an alleged thing. You're here. You're part of LIM. I am here. Well, yeah, that is true. I like I like, I like shooting the show with Gabagool. He's LIM. I'm not going on a fucking lovely intoxicated cruise or some shit anytime fucking soon. I'm not going to have a beer with you in fucking Berwyn. Don't give I'll him so, any ideas. I'll fucking socialize. Fucking, I pray to God you do, and it's on the fucking SS Titanic, just so I don't have to fucking deal with this shit once fucking the iceberg comes through. But what I'm saying is... I give Leo the door. Uh, What was her name? Zoe? Zoe. Zoe, Zoe, I know you're listening. Come on, I get it. You know, we we have a bond now. Don't join that fucking group. Trust me. Just make things worse. Join us. We have beer. That's my pitch. She don't drink beer. How do you know? Look at her. I guarantee you. I guarantee if you went and asked her, there's three answers she may give you. An Amaral Stone Sour. Because who the fuck doesn't drink those? Any type of seltzers. Or I'm going to go cranberry and vodka. That's a good drink. It's a solid drink. It is a solid drink. It is a solid fucking drink. I think most women out there drink cranberry and vodka because it is a solid choice. Mm-hmm. But she seems like the kind of person that's not a hardcore drinker. And when she does drink, she wants to do it low-key. I bet even wine. I'll give four. Four answers. And I'm gonna, I'll message her right now and ask her. <laughs> Keep well, us posted. Because I could do shit like that. Because who's gonna fucking stop me? JJ? God, what's he gonna do? Pray for me? Yeah, someone's gotta, someone better pray for us. Yeah. yeah. Chat for us. I will. I will have a sumo match with him if fucking this what comes to. Damien, same bucket. We will throw on some fucking diapers. And find out who could throw who out of a fucking ring. Yeah. Fuck it, Saint. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, uh, so I'll, yeah, your, your podcast. I listened to it. 75% of it, unlistenable. But there was a moment where I felt, you know, these guys really got something. 
All you gotta do is just, all you gotta do is change the intro, change the host, change the name of the show, get better guests. And I think you really got, I can't believe he said that. He said the quiet part out loud, didn't he? Uh, he said get better uh, guests. Yeah. Travis, you got something you want to share with the rest of the class? Yeah, I don't like Chet. Want to talk about your feelings? I don't like fucking Chet. He said guests. Plural. Because because the next episode is going to be L-I-M. It is going to be L-I-M. I'm assuming at one point, I'm assuming at one point you're going to have more fucking people who are annoying as shit. It's going to be great. That show is going to go off the rails. We got so much fun shit planned for that episode. But I am happy. I am happy for you deep down. I think, uh, I, I think, at least from me, from my perspective, and uh, unwrestling related, when I first started out doing podcasting, it's nerve wracking at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different for me than you because I wasn't a guest on a show before I created my own show. I just went out and created my own show. And I think, uh, in all honesty, in all seriousness, if I can give you any type of fucking advice going forward um don't this is more of a gabagool thing so if you're listening take the criticism when you want to ask somebody a question don't go out with a let me ask you something let me ask you another question another question but you don't need to do that it's just annoying as fuck just don't do that anymore just ask the fucking question and uh and pac-man just fucking stay sober doing the fucking thing i was sober because when you have a show that's an hour and 25 fucking minutes, and you say bye to your guests at 45 minutes in, and I have to sit there and like, holy shit, what are we going to do for the next 40 minutes? And it was you talking about the release of what you're fucking doing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that was booze or Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just excited. I was holding that announcement in. I know, so you, you were so excited for it. You made the announcement after it fucking happened. Yeah, I, I was like, because, you know, when we were going to announce the podcast, we said 200 likes, and we were going to announce the show. We didn't hit 200 likes, so I was like, okay, well, you know what, I'll just wait a little bit until we announce the show, wait a little bit to announce it, and then we hit 200 likes the day before we recorded, and I was just like, screw it, let's let's announce the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah. It was logical. Now, now what are you going to do when you hit uh, 200 likes again? Because I'm assuming some people fucking left. Well, if they left, then no cheese sticks for them. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm happy for you guys. Um, Me, personally, I would try doing weekly as best as possible. But uh, uh, you guys got to do you the best you can. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys know what you're doing and everything, and uh, if I'm ever on that show, I wouldn't look for fucking respect. I'm going to remember this, Nubby. Yeah, yeah, talk to Nubby, you fucking coward. Now talk to the guy who's talking to you, you fucking coward. I, I remember what Nubby said earlier. I'll remember that if we have you on at some point. All the respect thing? Good. Yeah, I'll remember that. Good. Because I know. Because I. I, I'll tell you what. If I'm ever on that fucking show, I will talk to Gabagool. You don't say one fucking word to me. But but I I like talking to you. No. Sometimes the mean things you say about me are funny. Not on your show. 
when I come onto your show, I promise you, I will ignore every word that comes out of your fucking mouth directed towards me. Straight up, it'll be the fucking Gabagool show. Oh, man. I want to watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy for you. You know, check out Loving and Toxic Men on uh, YouTube and on Facebook. Check out the show. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the, uh, the progression of this goes. So short enough to fucking uh, entrance. Like, I don't know if you're trying to be me at the beginning of an RPW show or not, but your entrance doesn't need to be that fucking long. And I know that was one that Gabagool actually made, so. I know I did it at Rocket Pro and it looked great. (laughs) But you don't need to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm throwing Gabagool under the bus on that one. You you don't need an entrance that's a minute and a half long. I did it when no, nobody was happy about it. <laughs> but congrats, cheers to you! I, th- I think uh, I think you guys did really good, especially for being your first show. I think you guys did really good. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. You just don't have fucking Chet on. It's stupid. Um, you know, I, maybe am, I am job. I uh, I am job. Uh. He's a good man. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good remember, uh, remember uh, you found him in that dumpster that one fucking day? My friend now calls it the Chet Dumpster, uh, son. Yeah, you should have left him in there. Oh. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Brian came out of the corner with a chair, could have hit us with it, could have hurt really, really bad. So then in order to get him out of the kidnapping of NoCos, we had to... Work with the with with Chet's family and the Chet Embassy to secure like a shit ton of hard Mountain Dew. It was a lot of effort that went into that, and I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad he's safe, and I'm glad he's job above everything. W happened to CTW. So CCW. Let's dive. Let's let's dive into something I can enjoy. You might, you might enjoy. Um, Goddamn shit. CTW presented Collision Course, and it's really the last stop for Destiny Five. That's July, right? Yeah, buddy. So, um, the show started out. Jed Williamson. Came out, did his thing, talked about some stuff. Um, and it, and it led into the first matchup, which was D'Angelo Steele versus John Francis in a career match. Now, this was just, um, basically John Francis's career was going to be on the line as Jed was trying to talk him out of it. But John wanted to prove something and unfortunately, Fortunately, D'Angelo Steele got the victory, so John Francis is um, out of CTW, unless his career is completely done. One of the two are happening. Uh, It was a hard-fought battle. Um, I believe it was no disqualification. Um, They beat the crap out of each other. John Francis tried to hang on, but D'Angelo Steele, he is ARC. You know the ARC. They're ruthless. 
they don't always work by themselves, but D'Angelo Steele is just someone who might be smart at times. As much of a dumbass he is, he is kind of smart. Um, <clears throat> first lethal lottery match. Now, this is um, these two lethal lottery matches on this show are the final two of the first round. We are going to finally, finally hit the second round. Um, it was Joey Mayberry defeating Joey Dalton. So it was the Battle of the Joeys. So when they were chanting Joey, we didn't know who they were talking about. But Joey Mayberry, um, I believe this was the second time Crash Tested Wrestling. Um, first time back, first time in a while. Um, and no one knew he was there. Pulled a name out of a hat, and what do you know? It was Joey Mayberry. And he's got the win, so he'll be going into the second round. All right. Um, Ace Bradley of the Plague um, defeated Chris Miller by disqualification as Chris Miller used Sledgehammer Christine. I DDT'd Christine once. Of course he did. I enjoyed it. So there's definitely going to um, – some shit going to happen. But we will get to that. My favorite match of the night, just because I'm biased. Um, Turtle Thunder, which was me and Jay Thunder, defeating High Society's Nick Diamond and the uh, scumbag attorney Eric Schultz. Clean. No shenanigans. One spear and one, two, three. That was it. Did shell shock anybody? I didn't get to shell shock anybody as I kind of was in the match most of the time. I got beat up a little bit due to uh-huh. some shenanigans in the middle of the ring, you know. Cheating. Lots of cheating. Um, but I was able to get out of it. Jay Thunder got in. He did the shell shocking and the spear. I was able to get a stunner in on Nick Diamond, though, to keep him out. As long as you get your shit in. Get your shit in, brother. I can get my shit in without getting my shit in. That's right. Just get your shit in. Make an appearance. Get that that fucking entrance pop. That's right. That's all that matters. Right. Right. That that is my baby face shine. You should make a shirt that says, uh, uh, show up, fan pop, leave. I'd buy it. There you go. Doodly noted. <laughs> Strike that down. Show up, fan pop, leave. Oh, hell yeah. And then we had... Um, oh, wait, hold on real quick. Speaking of shirts, guys, uh, because of the 200th episode coming up, we are going to have a brand new shirt coming out, which is going to have the brand new logo on the back of it. It's going to say Greatest Faction in Podcast History. Kind of an updated from what uh, the shirt Nubby has. He has the original. We're going to have a more updated one uh, as uh, you know, as part of the 200th episode being released. So make sure you check out T-Public, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW or FreakNet, and you'll be able to find it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, then we had the contract signing between main event Steve and Cameron Wayne. Um, I don't know what stipulations are for this match. Um, I'd have to really figure it out, talk to somebody because I'm I'm not understanding why they need to sign a contract for this. Mm-hmm. Just make the match, but whatever. There must be some kind of loopholes and fine prints in there. So I don't know if Steve's job is on the line, if Cameron's career is on the line. I don't know the full-on story here. Now, how many how many, um, how many losses can one fucking dude have? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love Steve, and I know he's going to be a big part of this fucking uh, show, uh, this one and IPW. But you gotta realize that you're not doing something right when you're being sued by multiple fucking places. Well, he's only being sued by one, but he's got issues, you know, with people that don't want to. Everywhere else, he's got issues with people that don't want to toe the company line, as you like to put it. Well, so Steve, Steve also doesn't toe the company line. Well, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. But this, but Cameron's been a pain in the ass long before Steve was the general manager. And Steve was just commentating. He was minding his own business. Like I said, for for once, Steve didn't start anything. He didn't open it. <laughs> for once. Well, at least we can admit that the other times weren't him just doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys went back and listened to my commentating through fucking... Uh, Kicks on 66. That's a lot of shit by a lot of fucking people. You don't see anyone coming at me because I did yeah. it in a professional manner. You know, I mean, I'm not, this, I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting there like Steve and Shelley calling Joey Roth a fucking asshat and, you know, his, his fucking, you know, the love of his life a fucking puppet. Well, they are. They are what they are. That's monsters. Um, but like, Okay, so Steve made his debut at Crash Tested that year, and, well, I, I should say return, whatever. Um, and the first thing they do is they slam Steve's head off the table. <laughs> Come on. And this was before, you know, CNC Destruction joined Cameron's High Society. Mm. So they came, now, no, okay, so... Yeah, CNC had their issues with Steve at CSW at the time. You come into this company, all of a sudden you're going to start your shit. This was supposed to be a different company. The same shit should not have carried over, but it did, and now we're now we're at going to Destiny with Steve versus Cameron. And um, there is a there is one stipulation for sure. But I'll mention that once we get to the end of, the, of of this, because shit went down and matches were made. Steve's uh, Steve reminds me a lot of like Spike Dudley and WWE. Like, dude will dude will stand up and fight fucking anyone, get his ass kicked horribly. Yeah, once in a while may pick up a win here and there, but yeah, it's horribly beaten down. I mean, look, he did win at Kicks on 66, main event Steve, won the main event, 
We'll talk a little bit about him at IPW in a bit, so I think you're going to be rethinking that in a minute here. I was at IPW, and I'm still fucking saying what I'm saying. I love Steve. And the pro- first off, the biggest problem with Steve right now is the fact that I can sit here and talk about how much I love Steve, but he's going to completely, if he listens to this show before the Power Hour, he'll ignore this moment and only talk about the shit talking I'm saying, which is fine. That's the way Steve wants to be. That's the way Steve could be. I don't care. And I know C-Red doesn't listen to this show. I know Rion will. I know Cactus Rack once in a while will. But if nobody listens to this show before the power hour tomorrow night, I can sit here and talk about how great I think a guy Steve is. But that will be completely ignored by the fact that I've already said that he is a guy who's willing to fight, but he just gets his ass kicked all the fucking time. And that's going to come back at me as being a bad guy. And I've accepted that. I've lived with that, and I'm okay with that. Like I said, I, I love Steve. Me and Steve, you know, we, we are fine. But I have to be honest. Dude finds a fight and picks a fight at every company he fucking works at. He did it at Rocket Pro with fucking uh, the Idols. He did it at CSW with uh, Steel. DJ Steel, is that right? Well, he didn't pick a fight with no. Steel. Steel picked a fight with him. Okay. He fought, Steel okay, got hurt. Steel okay, got let, hurt. Let me, let me reward it then. He's not picking a fight, but he finds trouble at every company he works at. CSW, TJ Steel, RPW, The Idols. Fucking crash tested with whoever the fuck you, you just mentioned. Now. I can't remember his fucking name now. Uh, SCW, the entire roster of POW during the war. He wants to yell at them for fucking invading the high voltage and getting his ass kicked. He even invited them. Still saying that to this day because it's the truth. The thing is, like, if and I get it, and I again, this is the part that's going to fucking be ignored. I understand that Steve is willing to step up and face, you know, the battle in front of him, and I respect that. But there's so many battles that you're trying to fight at once; it just makes no fucking sense. If 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 America went into World War Two and just dropped in the middle of fucking uh, Europe and Asia and all that shit and said, okay, I'm going to fight Germany, China, Italy, all that fucking once, to stand in the middle and rush outwards, they'd be fucked. And that's what Steve has, you know, right now, is he has all these fucking battles. Now, yes, Rocket Pro's done. As far as I can tell, he doesn't have an issue with the autos anymore because they're not in control anymore. I don't think it's the very end. You know, we're going to find out next season where that shit's going to end up. Because regardless of the fact that they won or not, they still got property that technically isn't theirs. Winning, losing, it doesn't matter. Winning, losing, those titles are not theirs. And Joey Roth and Shelly are going to make that known. So I don't think that's fucking over. On top of that, Roxy, I'm sorry. I said Shelly, yeah, I'm sorry, Roxy. Um, CSW, that shit with TJ Steele, that shit's gonna fucking happen. And, and what, what is that stipulation? It's Rico versus Steele, and if, uh. No, it's, uh, Boz versus Steele. Boz if versus Steele. Boz wins, uh, the lawsuit is null and void. Yeah. So now he has somebody but, else fighting his battles. But, well, that, well, really, no, no, what, it, the order you gotta go by. Steel challenge Boz. Okay. And then Steve just added the stipulation. Cowardly. But again, 
That's coward. TJ Steele brought this on to me. So, because he got, now I don't blame him initially because he was not given the title shot when it was awarded. He should have got it way before Axel Rico. But, you know, shit happens. Whatever. But he got his title shot and he got hurt. He hurt mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. So all of a sudden it's Steve's fault? <clears throat> no, I no, Steve should not be blamed for the steel thing. I think Steve's past experience with his attitude and the things he says gets him in trouble in the future. I think in that instance it shouldn't. TJ Steele's just being a bitch right now, so it should and I, and I hope and I hope somebody says that to him. Please, someone tell him I said he is a bitch for what he's doing right now. Come sue me. I got nothing you can sue me for. You want to take over my car payment? Go right ahead. I got you, Nubby. It shouldn't. It should, it shouldn't. Nubby says you're a bitch. There you go. That's from Pac-Man, by the way. Leader of the LIM. Don't beat me up, though. I can tell you where to find him. Message. Don't, don't close line the messenger. Message me. Message me. I'll, I'll point him out. I will ping his location for you. I have all the respect in the world for Steve, especially after IPW. It even it grew more. But he, I, he, I had respect for him before that. The only problem that I have with Steve is what I just said. Every positive thing I say about him gets neglected to be focused on the negative things I say. And the things I say that are negative are truth. He has a bad attitude when it comes to people. I don't like everybody. I'm not bad-mouthing them to the very end, except for Chet. Fuck Chet. Idiot. But, I know there's people I don't fucking like. Wrestlers I don't fucking like, both professionally and personally, can't fucking stand them. I'm not challenging them to fucking matches and, you know, telling them how, like, you know, oh, I'm going to... Gonna what, Uh-oh. Travis T? Ah. There he is. There <laughs> he is. There we go. I had to find my Steve glasses so I could whip him off in fucking anger and just be like. Random wrestler? I don't want to find a fight. I wasn't even searching for one. But I found one. I found it with you. You don't want to believe in me? That's fine. I believe in myself. My uh, my cohorts here at the Power Hour believe in me. Which he would say cohorts instead of co-hosts because why the fuck not try to sound like a dictionary? I won't back down. Am I going to get my ass kicked? Yes. But I'll get up. And I'll fight again. And then you put the glasses back on like it didn't just fucking happen. The thing is... Steve just find a way to just stop, you know, fucking pushing buttons. That's it. And it's not that it's not that I I'm, I I I just want him to do it for his own benefit. That's it. Because I care about the guy, and one day he's going to run into somebody who is going to fucking hurt him. And it just worries me. That's all. Not because he's not, you know, trained. Obviously, we see him wrestle. 
because he is getting up there in age. You know, I get it. He got through Aaron fucking Stone. That's amazing. He's lost, but stood his fucking ground through it. Got through that match at IPW. We'll talk about here in a minute. Got through fucking Rocket Pro. Awesome. But what's he going to do when he pisses off the wrong fucking person? Then what happens? Yeah. I don't want to see him go through that. So, anyways, back to you, Nubby. I didn't mean to drag that on as long as it did, but I felt like it needed to be said. Well, Quit moving the fucking camera, Pac-Man. God, put your pants back up. Quit being muted. What the fuck is Oh, is there a train? Is there a train? Yes or no? Cool. Okay, cool. Put your pants back on and get the laptop off your fucking genitals. I know you're warming them up. I get it. I'm single, too. I understand it. But fucking just stop. God, nobody's in the middle of something here. One last thing about the Steve Cameron thing. Um, There's no doubt in my mind that as long as no shenanigans are involved, Steve is going to whoop that ass because Cameron can't play. We talked for a minute about how Pac-Man needs to find a son. I'm not talking about a child. I'm talking about the big-ass thing in the sky that makes you look darker. He probably burns just like I do. Wait, wouldn't that be the moon? He's fucking reflective. Because the sky's dark when the moon's out. He is so pale, he's reflective. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I look at my hands, I'm like, I can see my face. Yeah, I can still see that fucking Christmas chaos poster. I was at that show. I don't give a fuck. I was at this show too. Cupid's Carnage. Yeah, I just, I just, I just want you to have a son. Just, just, just get out in the daylight. I want, I, 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 yeah. Fucking when, when we're done, when we're done, I want you to go upstairs and talk to your fucking parents and ask them if it's okay if you go play outside tomorrow after fucking school. Or work, whatever you call it. And well, just, they work at a school. And just and just you know, just bronze up a little bit, bro. I'm gonna use Tanner. Fuck you know, fucking I'll JJ. Just, you know, if JJ really wants to get with that fucking hot chick. What's her name? Zoe. There we go. If he really wants to get with that fucking hot chick, you know, tan up, bro. Tan up. Nobody wants to date a fucking bottle of Elmer's glue. I'm just fucking saying. You know, maybe maybe get some scruff on that fucking face too, dude. Dude, too, dude is too much Sunday school, bro. Well, look, you know when he works Monday through Friday, goes to wrestling on Saturdays. I mean, that's the only day you can go to school. In all fairness, bro, dude, fucking JJ is like a walking, talking right to censor, man. <laughs> He's Bull Buchanan. He looks like Double the kind B. of guy. Double B. He's like the kind of guy who'd be overly polite to a prostitute. Like, I swear to God, he'd be like, thank you, ma'am, when he's fucking done. <laughs> Shakes her hand, everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very nice to meet you. Love you, JJ. Oh, fucking A. He's probably laughing his ass up at this point. Yeah. I bet he closes his eye and turn away while he does what fucking Pac-Man was doing with that fucking laptop uh, during the mute. I, not, I hit my te- my TV tray. <laughs> With my fist on accident. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure you did. Sure you did. <laughs> oh, JJ. You you beautiful soul, you. God, 
<laughs> Peace be with you. And with your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Dubby. All right. Uh, Marche Rocket defeated BLW via a disqualification God. as the ARC decided to beat up Marche. Now, Ooh. mind you, mind you, mind you, C-Red has went on record. He's not with the ARC. He is all about Marche. It's all about the soul touching. Can we shoot for a minute on that? Can I can I talk honestly about shit like that? Um, I don't see Red. See Red's not going to listen to this show, which is fine. But but it it's things like that that bother me about indie wrestling. The idea that and if he said that, that's fine. Whatever. That's if that's what Crash Tested wants. I get it. But I think your character should be established across indie fucking wrestling. I might be able to, uh, like, kind of explain this a bit. And we don't, and, and without, and I don't think we need to carry this on even farther. So. Hold on. Are you telling, are you telling me what to say in my own fucking show? Yeah. Because I think we can, I think we can pack, man. I think we, I have a, I have a theory. Fucking nubby ass. Oh, go ahead. What's up? I have a theory. I love it. And I kind of been paying attention. Shut up, Pac man. He's talking. So I kind of been paying attention to things. Okay. Which is weird. I have short attention span. But when it comes to the ARC, I've noticed this. When just one of them Mm -hmm. is on top of the world. With a championship. Just one. Yeah. Mainly Miles Mercer. It seems like they have a family issue. Yeah. Like, okay, so it's Southland. They're all, they're okay, right? Yeah. Everything. Miles, Miles Mercer does not have a championship. He's not a top guy. Crash tested. Miles Mercer has a championship. He is a top guy. Yeah. IPW. He was a champion. He had an ego. We all saw it unfold. Uh-huh. It seems as if you put you have titles around the ARC, they tend to forget who brought them to the dance, which was C Red. Okay. So they kind of piss him off at times. It's like they forget that, or they think that they don't need him. And they they kind of disrespect him at times. But, I mean, at Southland, yeah, you see them all good, but that's because there's no championships around their waist. Yeah, Renee, she's got the title, but she doesn't have that much of an ego like Miles Mercer does. It's like in a different environment. But once Miles gets that title, all hell breaks loose. Okay. I get what you're going with. I'm just trying to stop it. It 
I'm not, well, I'm not going to stop it. I'm just going to fucking continue my fucking thought after you're done talking. So, I mean. I'm done now, but. Oh, good. What, I, what I'm saying is, is I hear C-Red talking about the ARC all the fucking time, especially on the Power Hour. The ARC is a thing. It, it's a thing, but it's never talked about, I guess is, I guess is my biggest thing. It's implied at SCW. It's barely mentioned at IPW now, even though they were the trios champions, what, just last year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't see Mercer at IPW. Renee's still there. C-Red's still there, but they're not there together. Right. It's a, it's not a thing at Rocket Pro or CSW, anything like that. And then you have issues to, you know, with them at CS, or at, uh, Crash Test Arrest and CTW. My thing is, in, in reality, and I'll be, I'm gonna be real about this so people understand where I'm coming from, and it's not a re you want me to work, you want me to shoot. No, I'm gonna be real about this. It's, the thing that bugs me the most about independent wrestling is that People change their care, not, not even their gimmick, but change their characters based on where they're at. And I think that just, it, it, it doesn't help their characters when people are going to multiple places. My, my biggest example is VJ Price. And I love fucking VJ Price. Dude's a talented motherfucker and he's going to be in the business as long as he wants, you know, would be for a while. But when you're a babyface at SCW, but a heel at ARW, and you have people going to both shows, it develops a problem. You can have a guy like Quinn Wittek, who doesn't establish himself as a heel, doesn't establish himself as a babyface. He's just a guy. So if he's cheered somewhere or if he's booed somewhere, it's just how the people interpret that guy. That's what I don't like about independent wrestling. And I get it that, like, you know, and I, I, you know, being from the booking side of it, you know, somebody comes in and is like, oh, yeah, I need, I need you to be a fucking heel tonight. I get that that shit happens. But the wrestler at the same time should be like, well, I'm a baby face. I like to keep it that way. Now, that's the shit I don't fucking understand. That's the, that's the stuff that, that bugs me when it comes to independent wrestling is because, there could be Dreamwave and CSW, Rocket Pro, SCW, IPW, POW, all these fucking places. And you can have one guy who's a baby face here and a heel who's baby or a guy who's a heel over here. But when these fucking fans are mixing and matching because everybody wants the fan bases to fucking grow, because that's what makes wrestling fucking better is having these fans. And you're having a guy who comes out and the the the, the established Returning fans are cheering the fucking guy, but then you have a group of fucking people who came from another company. Like, why are you fucking cheering him? He's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. Boo! Fuck him. You know, it's all of a sudden now it blends, and then you get fucking sheep like Pac-Man who just cheer or boo whoever the fuck everyone else is. You know, without 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 a single concept of his own fucking thought. Go ahead. I'm going to counter that because yeah. in most places, Please Flash don't. Harris is booed, but Flash Harris is my dad, so I cheer him. See, that's stupid shit. I still, I, I was right there. Did you, cheer him before, did you cheer him before he was your dad? Well, we didn't know he was our dad. Oh, but did you cheer him? We, we, we 
Yeah. Did, no, uh, we had a yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a did, It was like the fourth. It was did like, you cheer me, him? Did you cheer this man? Did you no? Did you cheer him when he was an idol and not established as the father of LIM? I did. You did. Yeah, the force. You know, through the force, I felt like that, like telepathic, no. telepathic connection. No, no you booed so, the fucking sure. dude. You fucking booed the fucking guy. I did not do, Dad. Don't do this this close to Father's Day. I have a great gift for him. Eventually, I'll give it to him. Probably all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that when when companies don't allow a character to be their character, regardless of where they're at, I think it hurts that character. It's just, it's just how it, that's, and that's my opinion. I could be fucking completely wrong. You're, like, you're right. Everyone, you're everyone, everyone at the Power Hour could disagree with me. I, I'm sure they would if they listened to this show before then, and I'm, if they talked about it, I'm sure they'd all disagree. But the thing is, like, I'm as a fan, that's how I see it. When I go to one show and somebody's being cheered, but just the night before they're being fucking booed, it makes no fucking sense to me. And no, I'm not the only fan that sees it that way. So. I will say when I was started going to independent wrestling, I thought that was weird too. Mm-hmm. Point, point. Um, your cousin. First time I ever met him, I cheered for him. He signed my wallet. Then I go to LWF. Like three months later, I'm booing him, and we had a connection. Right. But see, let me ask you that. Why did you boo him? Because he was the heel. Yeah. Why can't you cheer the guy you like regardless of who he is? Well, aren't we trying to get out of that because it's what doesn't make sense? I don't see that's the thing. I don't think so. I think if you like a guy, you want to root for that fucking guy. If you don't like a guy, you don't want to root for that fucking guy. I, I think I think that's I think fans are losing the honesty in how they perceive a fucking wrestler. Gunner Brave is fucking huge at fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling. But that's because people like Gunner Brave. Same well, reason. When, Quit. when you mentioned him, when he turned a heel and went to the idols, there was a own, there was just a certain section that cheered for him. Yeah, the Gunner Brave section. His, his fucking family. But they liked him because they liked the person. It doesn't. It's like it's like uh, the the fucking family. They have their following, and babyface or heels, they are cheered, they are praised, they are liked. But I, I don't I don't like I don't like fans who sit there, wait for a guy to come out, look over. Oh, we cheer this guy. Yeah. What about this guy? Boo! No. There are fans that, you know, go by, you know, the guy, I guess, because it, it took a while, but there was one specific fan who was who goes to ARW, but's been going to crash tested, wouldn't really cheer for me. And then at the last crash tested show, I, I peeked through the curtain. When he heard my music, he actually stood up and started clapping. I'm like, that's right, motherfucker. Better acknowledge me because you started liking him. I, a perfect example again. I don't know all this. This is an assumption based on my personal experience. But fucking JJ's hot friend, 
Zoe. There we go. Um, her the fucking uh, Kicks on Six Six was her first show, right? It was, yeah. Okay, so when I brought my ex to a wrestling show for the very first time, she sat next to me. When somebody came out, she's like, "Is that a good guy or is that a bad guy?" She would wait for people. You know, she she would she wouldn't wait for everybody. She'd wait for me and how I would respond. And if I was cheering for somebody, everyone else was booing. She's like, "Why do you like this guy? No one else does." And I'd explain to her why. Like, I like him because of this, or I don't like this guy because of this. And everyone else has their own different opinions of it, and that's fine. I can understand people doing that at that point. I assume Zoe either cheered or booed based on your guys' responses, or she just sat there and enjoyed the show like fucking New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, like, if, like in a theater. Yeah. I didn't sit, like, super, super close to them at the show. Yeah. Um, it was Gabagool and then somebody else, and then yeah. them. Um, I think she was kind of, from what I could pick up in the little bit that I could hear, she was kind of doing like what L.I.M. was doing. Yeah, which is fine. She's hot. She could do that shit. That's, she's the exception. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, but like I said, because she's new. Now she's like, oh, I've been to every single Rocket Pro, t- uh, uh, show since it started. And she's still just cheering her boom based on her surroundings. That's the fan that just doesn't get it. And that's the fan that's not helping the wrestler. You like a wrestler, cheer the wrestler. You don't like the wrestler, boo the fucking wrestler. It doesn't fucking matter. But at the same time, I think it comes down to the wrestler also just being a fucking wrestler. If you're going to be a heel, be a fucking heel everywhere. Can to be a babyface? Be a fucking heel everywhere. Or a babyface everywhere. You know? And yeah, newer people, yeah, sometimes you don't have a choice when you go to a different fucking company. Say, okay, rookie. You know, you need to be a bad guy here tonight and shit. Well, then, hey, it is what it is. But at least you're new enough to figure out how you're going to establish yourself in the future. I mean, let's face it. If James Creed showed up at fucking Rocket Pro Wrestling and they said, hey, we need you to be a heel, he could probably do it. Because I don't know how many SCW fans are going to RPW shows and vice versa. I don't know how many people out there know who fucking James Creed really is, except for some of the wrestlers who have wrestled at both companies. Koa could have fucking showed up at fucking Rocket Pro and been a fucking heel. Because he wasn't known before he debuted there. But when you have people who go to ARW and SCW, I think those are similar fucking fans. And people are going to know the fucking, you know, if something changes. Anyways, we have. I guess we still have more about CTW to talk about. Yeah, we have managed okay. to get through two rants during one second. Dude, it's been two weeks. Doesn't mean it needs to be a four-hour show, but it and this, has a ten-ten. This is shit that I've been thinking about for two fucking weeks. He's on a roll. Well, I, I stand. I, I stand by what I said because I kind of. Think it's true, Miles Mercer as an ego. Oh yeah, but isn't it warranted? I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, okay, go ahead. All right. Um, after all that, um, lethal lottery match number two. It was Willie the Bomb Richardson defeating Chip Walker. Wasn't Willie retired? Retired. Um. Unretired to 
a sabbatical. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is he was in the lethal lottery, so maybe someone put his name in. Because he did, he wasn't in wrestling gear. He was in his street clothes. He was doing commentary, and his name popped up. And then one potato later, don't. Um, and then main event time. Uh, Cody James um, defeated Miles Mercer, but did not win the title as there was a huge melee of a brawl. The ARC came out. The High Society came out. Um, High Society officially kicked out Cody James. Um, and then um, they all beat him up. They all beat up Marche Rocket. Out comes C-Red and knocks out Miles Mercer with the chair. Intentionally? Yep. Oh, what a monster. Um, Vega Venom came out and started beating up on uh, Renee Van Peebles. Um, BLW and Ace Bradley came out because they were both screwed out of their respective matches by High Society and ARC. Jay Thunder came out because he still has issues with the AR, uh, not ARC, um, High Society. Um, don't ask where I was at this point. I was basically not involved. Let's just put it that way. Um, in the, as the melee started calming down, Jed Williamson got in the ring, said he's done with this bullshit. Enough is enough. He made some matches for uh, Destiny 5. Um, I guess I can name them, and then we'll just repeat them later when it's time. Um, one of the matches made for the heavyweight title, it will be Marche Rocket versus Cody James versus Miles Mercer in a triple threat match. Then... It will be Jay Thunder taking on Nick Diamond for the Destiny Championship. And then we got a triple threat tag team match. And it will be for the vacant tag team titles. As it will be Chris Miller and Eric Schultz of High Society. They'll be taking on... D'Angelo Steele, now he's got to find a partner. Oh, now be real quick. These are the matches for the next show? Yeah. So what are we talking about right now? Because they were mentioned at the end of the night, and it it all leads to, but it will lead to what I'm going to say at the end. I just just want you to keep in mind that we're going to talk about all these matches in a month from now, and I've ranted to the point where we're over an hour right now. We're only like like 30% through the show. Well, I'm already So there. just so you know now, if this show runs long, it's on you. Sure. Okay, cool. Pac-Man, you agree? Now he's muted still, the idiot. I agree. <laughs> I forgot I was muted. He's <laughs> so stupid. Um, oh, I, you know, I'm sniffing a lot. You're so dumb. I'm oh. sniffling a lot that nobody needs oh. to hear that. I'm drinking water out of my water bottle. Nobody needs to hear that. I got trains in you're the like, background, literally so, in my backyard. Oh, you're so stupid. Don't need to hear it. Oh, God. I bet you wake you, up to go to bed. Wait, what's that? Uh, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead, Nubby. So, 
it'll be Chris Miller, Eric Schultz, High Society against D'Angelo Steele and a partner of whoever he chooses because everybody in the ARC will have a match. And then the third members, the third team, BLW and Ace Bradley officially reunite as a plague. And they'll be fighting for the vacant tag team titles. And lastly, all with all these matches made, Jed Williamson stated, unless you are a licensed manager, you are banned from ringside. So oh, really, just, the only just must be back. So the only people that can be out there. Oh, I shut up. Zoe just messaged me back. Vodka cranberry. Spill the... T- oh, all right. <laughs> I was about to say spill the tea, but it's... Well, don't That's spill it. the vodka cranberry. Yeah. It's uh, alcohol abuse. Yeah, fucking vodka cranberry. Look at that. Mm. Hey, hey, a thing or two about alcohol abuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out to Zoe for uh, being like every other girl out there in the fucking world. Uh, well, just hot. So, she's okay. Go ahead. No, sorry, Nubby. So basically, Cameron and C. Red are the only two managers in CTW that can be at ringside for their respective matches of their of the people they manage. So Nick Diamond cannot be out there with uh, Chris Miller and Eric Schultz. Renee Van Peebles can't be out there for any her anybody's matches, and so on and so. Forth. I guess I can't even be out there for Jay Thunder. Even though I'm his tag team partner, but I guess I can't. Fair what I am, what I am doing at this show, I don't know. Um, I am being told I have to wait to find out. Gotcha. Pac-Man. Yes. Nothing. IPW. Get into IPW. it. IPW. So Yeah, hurry up. You're fucking dragging the show on too long. Okay, Mr. Two Rants already. <laughs> so, started the show. Rian came out, addressed the fans, said, we don't have a host. So, who are we going to get to host the show? It was my grandfather, C-Red himself. Host and for one day only, informational liaison. So, that's how the show started. Yeah, you don't got to pause. Keep going. So, following... I'll, I'll interrupt you if I got something to say, bro. Let's move along here. Come on now. You're dragging me. We, we got it. All right. So, we had EJ Swanson versus Kid Lat for the IPW Junior Heavyweight Championship. Special guest referee, Quinn Wittick. And Kid Lat beat Swanson and becomes the new Junior Heavyweight Champion. He got so excited, hugged his parents, hugged me even, celebrated, getting ready to go to the back, and then he was blindsided by E.J. Swanson, assaulted with the medallion, and he did tell Quinn, E.J. told Quinn, pronouns pal, that uh, E.J. was ready to cash in his second title opportunity, which C-Red recognized it as a cash-in. So... Swanson then defeated a beatdown Kid Lat, and Quinn was very hesitant to make that three count, I will say that. 
But we'll come well, back. I'd be to hesitant that. too after I get punched by the guy. Oh yes, that's right. And DJ did shove, kept shoving uh, Quinn when he was trying to stop it uh, before the match, the second match. Mm-hmm. And then we had more special guest ref action as we had Hot Rod Daddy Andy as Hot Rough Daddy Andy, as the kids are calling him these days. <laughs> what kids? What kids are calling him that? All of them. Everyone. Everyone. He walks down the street and they're like, hey, is that hot rough daddy Andy? It's true. I heard it. Yeah, yeah see, Nubby's heard it. I guess you're just not out on the street as much, Travis. No, you know why? Because there's people out there. Yeah, it's an LIM it, thing. You it's motherfucker. It's the LIM street. Yeah. LIM Avenue. Yeah, when you guys are all hanging out together in the fucking basement with fucking two liters of soda and bowls of chips. So no, it's summer. Summertime. We're outside. Style. We're out by the kiddie pool. So, you know the alligator one. Yeah, I I I have to wear water wings in that one. Three like like six like a, a foot of water that's I could drown. But any case, um, we had Joey Dalton versus D'Angelo Steele, number one contenders for the IPW Second City Championship. Uh, Joey. Hot Rod kept getting pushed off by Joey and D'Angelo, and they both ate a laser fist. C-Rod decided to call the match a no contest, and now Hot Rod has a triple threat as both D'Angelo Steele and Joey Dalton are the number one contenders. Next, we have the Four Corners match. We had Rion Skills defending his Rocket Pro Wrestling Intercounty Championship against Johnny Nye, a surprise entrant in this match, Jay Thunder, Cash Money, Corey McHenry, and Muggsy James. Muggsy! The match was just, it was chaotic. They had to, the goal of the match was to hold the title, and hit all four turnbuckles without dropping the title or having one of the other wrestlers take the title out of your hand. So it was a fuster cuck, as I say. See? I, I'm the only one that says that because I just came. Anyway, um, Rion retains in what was a fun match, and I will add, too, the whole ground shook in Richmond Park at one point. As Jay Thunder slammed down Rion, which caused everybody in the ring to completely lose their balance. Did you feel that ripple effect, Travis T? I think the it was the earthquake that was the slam heard around Richmond Park. Yes. Yes, I felt the aftershock. Did um, you feel it? Did you feel it? All right, I'm good. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to read the results and you read it. I know. <laughs> I was, I'm like, wait, why are they laughing? I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was that funny. Trust me, I appreciated it, it, but like, okay. 
So I guess I'm not talking. All right, no, I won't talk about the rest of the show. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The aftershock. The last thing you said was the aftershock. It was the yeah. aftershock. Yeah. Heard around Richton Park. Mm-hmm. And then we had Quinn Wittick come out with Kid Lat after that match to challenge EJ Swanson to a tag match at the next show. Yeah. EJ will be able to have a a person of his choice as his partner. And then we had a match that involved JFW's very own Rocket Pro Wrestling Chicagoland champion, the Amazing Turtle. That's me. That's you. That's you. We're going to talk about your match now. How long is the the title reign? I didn't count. So April 15th is when you won it. Today is June 5th? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost two months. It's 51 days. Ben, you're good at math. I know. It's crazy how you. It's crazy to add 15 plus 5 plus 31. Nutty, right? It's crazy, yeah. Travis, I'm going to have 51 days, man. I'll have you do the Rocket Boys math homework. Perfect. Anyway, we had three competitors in this gauntlet match. We had. Sean Danger, which, if I remember correctly, um, you beat him, and I think he yeah. was counted out. He was pinned. He was pinned, and then rolled out of the ring. I pushed him more, more or less pushed him out. He was not getting up. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Too drunk. Too drunk. I hope he doesn't drive home after those shows. But then we had RVP, uh, and RVP got counted out because Sean Danger um, grabbed her, thinking that it was Nubby. And but, let me just let me just state that she hit me so hard that when I rolled in the ring, I forgot where I was, and so I didn't know what was happening until like I heard the count of eight. I'm like, what? What's going on? She can count it out, and then once we saw ten, I'm like, I love that song. But we had a third. Nubby got interrupted. What were you saying? Um, I said, so Renee Van Peebles hit me so hard. I'm done. Dude, yeah, fucking dude, Renee fucking rocked you, bro. She did. So I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know that she was still outside the ring. I was still recovering. I saw birds and chickens all over the place, and, and then I heard eight, and then I finally came to, like, uh-oh. She out there? Okay. She would. She run away? I don't know. And then I see Sean Danger. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was on the other side of the ring. So, like, he was doing the count. Like, so at first I thought she was just like, you know, like, okay, 
nothing's done. Let me, you know, catch my breath before I get back in and everything. But yeah, as soon as you got to like six, seven, okay, now it's time we kind of roll in. Nubby's coming too. Uh, but yeah, now it's going to hit fucking ten. I didn't know it was fucking danger until she looked down and started yelling. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And then you see him kind of pop up like at the ten count or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw everything right in front of us. We could hear Sean Davis going, I got you, Turtle. I got you. So we heard him and watched everything unfold as it happened. I guess it makes a lot of sense when I heard her yell, do I look like a turtle to you? <laughs> so that's why. That is so why. I guess I owe, I guess I owe her a singles match someday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you have the opportunity to, uh, which I think is really cool, uh, with the IPW, uh, RPW agreement that you're going to be able to defend your title over the course of the spring break, which is, or summer vacation, which I think is a really cool concept. And it's awesome that when businesses work together, shit like that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who was my third opponent? Now, who yeah. I know. Who, I wait, know wait, who, who wasn't? Uh, my opponent. Let's get that out of the way. So TW3 was not there. But Travis, you know who was there? Who the fuck cares? It was Hot Rod Daddy Andy, an unannounced replacement. Well, actually, they announced the replacement. Anyway, that's the point. It was very conflicting. Were- 100%. I mean, the fact that fucking uh, Nubby tagged with him at Rocket Pro just a month earlier. And twice, twice the month before too, right? Yeah, twice in a row. Turtle power, but like the thing is, those guys like really, really knew each other, you know. And it was a competitive back and forth match, and actually wound up being a time limit draw. And the one thing, the one thing I can appreciate coming from you, Nubby, is that even though you guys are friends, you know it's a business. Oh yeah, you know the guy with the belt makes the fucking money. So um, it was cool that you were able to put that aside. I have no choice at that point. I'm a champion for a reason. That was, and here's the here is the craziest part. Not, not the counting, part. not the funny part. Um, not counting Battle Royals. The you know the Battle Royal title I had years ago. This was my. First official title defense ever. Really? So, I uh, yeah, I I mean, there were, I won another title before. I never got to defend it because of a stupid rule. It was like a twenty four seven rule, but it was kind of modified, and I ended up losing it later on in the night. Which, with no thanks to Steve, that was evil, Steve. Um, but yeah, this was my first title defense ever in my shit, almost 19 years of doing this. So it, I had a target on my back the moment I won it and I wasn't about to, you know, lose it. I can't, I'm, I'm going to fight as hard as I can and try to stay within the rules and no matter who it is, and it's against my partner, my one of my friends, I have to beat my friends. You know, I'll I'll beat Travis if I have to. I'll smack him around a little while, a bit if I have. To. If he's in the match with me, <laughs> I'll have to smack you around, Pac Man. If they put us in a match together, it's well, the way it is. 
You think I wanted to beat up Sean Danger in his condition? No. You think I wanted to hit a woman? No. But I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, you you fought hard to get that belt back. And I know you're going to do what you can to get, uh, you know, keep it. Fucking song's growing on me, brother. That's a great song. Such a good fucking song. So next matchup, what happened? It was after it. Now who's the blame? No, not no coast. That's for sure. Ah, fuck those guys. I agree. But we had the IPW Alternative Championship. With Russell All Time and Motivation Mike against Main Event Steve, one half of the VHS of RPW for the Alternative Championship. And Russell had Steve down a good chunk of the match. And I do want to also mention special guest referee, my grandpa, C Red who laid down the law when Motivation Mike tried to step on his apron and he ejected him from the match. Mm-hmm. Motivation and Mike. it was rightfully so because he counted to five. Once that five count hits, he had no choice but to throw him out. And he go. He go. He go. But at the end of the match, we had standing high above Richton Park, with the his newly won IPW Alternative Championship, Steve Arendt, the new IPW. I can't remember. Did he come out to that at IPW? He came out to the Bulls opening from the 90s. That's I can't right. remember the name of that song. That's right. That's right. He came out fucking rocking a Bears jersey to that. And C-Red gave, gave him his introduction as well. Yeah, he did. That was a hell of an introduction. Right? A you alternative fun, you Punisher again, too. Yeah. 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 yeah fucking he rocked it. Sure did. What, what the thing is, like, I he, he did it cleanly. He did it on his fucking own. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, was, uh, what was that dance he did? The Stevie Shuffle. There we go. I'm doing it now. You, y'all can't see it on the on the audio, but I'm doing the Stevie Shuffle as we speak. Awesome, right. awesome. I'll do it again. It just goes together. It's so... It, yes, it's perfect. God, fucking Steve. Like I said, I know I say a lot of mean shit about him. I know he takes the negative out of everything I say and leaves the positive. But I'm happy he fucking won. IPW gave him a chance. I Let me ask you guys your opinion, because you guys know Steve better than I You know these, you know, well, Nubby knows the business better than I do. If he lost at Rocket Pro Wrestling, does he get that shot at IPW? Um... To say he wouldn't get the shot 
is something you don't know for sure, but would he be in position to get one? Or even, you know, uh, to be part, or what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, to be in position to be thought of for the match? Yeah. That's what I'm, all right. Um, I'd say no. I don't, I think if he would have lost at Rocket Pro, kicks at 66, I don't think Steve would have been Steve. Yeah, I know, like, I mean, obviously in Pac-Man, you know, too, it's no secret to the fans, is that these matches are booked by somebody, whether it be an owner, a booker, whoever it is. You know, sometimes it'd be multiple fucking people. Um... But I think Steve becomes an exception to that shit because Steve, I think, is making his own moments. I do believe without that Rocket Pro win, no, I don't think he would have this tight opportunity. I mean, he did face Stone. He lost to Stone, but he still faced Stone. And you, and anyone can factor that into, you know, his opportunity of this. But that was so fucking long ago. I think something else had to have happened. And I think that that victory project, uh, projected him to this opportunity. And then he took advantage of it, and I think it's a good thing. Advantage in a good way. He took advantage of the opportunity in a good way, not in a, you know, backhanded cheating kind of way. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he's a new champion at IPW. You know, it's fucking main event in one show one month, winning a championship the next month, being sued. Fucking dude has a roller coaster of a fucking ride, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it was all in the same month, right? Yes. Main event, main event early in the month, and well, the, you went, at the end of the month you uh, win the title. So there we go. Oh, yeah, you sandwiched that shit. Yep. First Saturday of the month, and then okay. the last Sunday. Oh, of- fucking a! What I kept thinking, Kicks on C six was in April, but yeah, no, it was. He sandwiched that shit. What was he sued? Was he sued in May or sued in April? He was, he was in May. Back in March. Oh, no, that was March. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much... The lawsuit started in March, I think. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Right, you know how uh, courts are? It, it drags out. It drags out, you know? I don't, because I don't get sued. Well, come on, you don't watch, like, SVU or anything. You know how that shit goes. Yeah, they get that shit done in, like, 20 minutes. With a commercial break. I have no expertise. I was only just called for standby jury duty. I didn't have to go. Well, either way. Yeah. I got you. It it took a while. All right, Patrick, what's next? All right. We had what should have been the contract signing with Backwoods Backwoods Brown and Max Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I remember right, C-Red came to the ring and informed Max Holiday that Backwoods informed the offices of IPW that he wasn't going to be able to make it. I think Rion did that, didn't he? C-Red oh, no, no. C-Red got chased around by Max Holiday, and that lady, like, cut off Max Holiday. C-Red actually got it out, but just not in the best way. Right. So Rion had to assess the situation, redo it, calm everybody down, and set Max straight. From your personal opinion, was Rion, or not Rion, was C-Red 
more afraid of Max Holiday at IPW or Grin at IPW or at RPW? Well, C Red did run away from Max. Yeah, that's true. Grin, on the other hand, he sat there and probably peed himself, but he still sat there. Fucking when Grin came out at uh, the show and I was commentating with C Red, dude latched onto my fucking arm like a child going through the Statesville haunted house. Yeah. I love my grandpa. <laughs> um, yeah, but we are informed that the championship is going to happen. We just weren't able to get the contracts. I believe they said it was going to be at the next show. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then watch, Mac, Max doesn't show up and then we have the dragon on. <laughs> and someone has to inform backwards the the bad news. And then that person's protected by the the sea red lady. Alright. Um main event. Main event we had winner take all ingression tournament winner Damian Gray versus IPW interim league champion Aaron Stone. Versus IPW League Champion, my dad, Flash Harris. And this match, uh, Gray and Flash were trying to work together throughout. Um, at certain points, things were breaking down a bit between them. Uh, but Johnny Nye came out and they, uh, Damian Gray offered him a chance to redeem himself for, uh, what happened at Rocket Pro. But he wound up hitting Flash Harris with the league championship. But Damian Gray took advantage and won and is the undisputed IPW league champion. Johnny Nye runs off. Damian Gray is excited he wins the championship, but at the same time is incredibly confused by why Johnny Nye hit Flash Harris and stormed to the back. But then after that, Aaron Stone announced that that was his last match in IPW, and the whole locker room came out to see him off. An amazing, amazing ending to that show, for sure. Johnny and I is really causing problems for the fucking idols. Well, I guess not so much for Damian Gray, but Flash and Roth, Roxy. I'm still not convinced right now. Johnny and I has a lot to prove. Something, because you gotta remember, Johnny and I is Damian Gray's tag team partner. They were tag team champions. That's right. I just don't, just don't see Damian Gray not knowing why he did the flesh when he did the flesh. Something's something else is brewing. In my I don't know. I, don't, I think Damian Gray. I've never seen Damian Gray that confused. I think I he see him won- confused all the time, but he's just a dummy. But well, you know, I see him throwing temper tantrums, but you know, well, because he's a big baby. Yeah, but you know, I mean, me personally, I, I do think that con- that confusion was genuine. I don't know if there's really anything up with those guys, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. And that was IPW. Next show is June 25th, I believe. Yep. Richmond Park. Day after Southland. 
We're going to do double shot that day. That's going to be awesome that weekend. We have both shows. Yay. You go to, as soon as CSW's the night before, you go to that one too. No, they're off this month. Oh yeah, no, you're right. They are off this month. Oh, that's right. Kennedy, uh, Kennedy ain't until July. Right. Okay. All right, so Paul was this past Saturday. Uh, I don't like giving results. Uh, if you guys haven't been to the Brower House, I fucking recommend it. That venue was, is actually pretty fucking solid. I was at Rage. There you go. <coughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, Koa lost to, uh, Terry Allen. Good. Uh, fucking Revolution came out, won their invitational match. Awesome. Who did they uh, face? I don't fucking remember. Who cares? Oh, okay. Fucking dude and another dude. I don't fucking know. I, I care. Okay. Do you think I sit there and make fucking notes? No, you're the host of the show. You don't have to do that. That's right. Okay, I'll try. I, I'll try to do this the way you guys do it. <clears throat> Powell was this past Saturday. A summer explosion came to Lombard, Illinois. You know, can I can I house. rant for a minute here or two or five? As long you know, as it's me, worth it. I mean, I gotta. I can't. I gotta talk about this because you know I'm gonna go on and on and on about something, and we're gonna let this segment keep on going and going and going. Because it's what I do, and okay, I try to make fun of you, and it works almost. But hey, all right, way go to, ahead. What a Pac-Man that moment, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I can go on and on, and that probably would have went on and on. Goes on and on and on. You know, kind of like a our uh, discount code at Carter Comics. CarterComics.com, one-stop shop for our comic needs. It'll be great in a row. Carter Comics got them all. On and on and on. Uh, so, Revolution, Spade, I'm sorry, not Spade, Blaze, um, and, uh, his partner, that fucking dude. Eric Freedom. Freedom. Eric Freedom. Um, they came out, I can't remember the name of the people they faced. I don't recognize them, I don't know who they were. That's on me, and I do apologize. It was the opening match, but, uh, Blaze and Freedom ended up picking up the victory. Uh, I don't remember the order. I'm just going to fucking start the bomb and work my way up. Koa did end up losing to Terry Allen. Did Terry Allen use brass knuckles to pick up the victory? Yes. Whose fault was it? Koa's fucking manager. Because for whatever reason, Callie was up on that fucking ring a majority of the fucking match. And I get it. She's trying to get the rest attention towards Terry's cheating. But all she did is just distract the fucking ref for Terry's manager to get involved, causing the loss. So, Ooh, Koa, Terry had a manager. Terry had a manager, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, you know, wasn't you? Was it? Nah, fuck no. I was. Uh, I was sitting up far away from the fucking action as possible, enjoying myself, being left alone. It was amazing. Um. So yeah, Koa picked up another loss at fucking Power Entertainment. So. As much as he uh, he tells the fans that they're the best fans in the fucking world, uh, he can't seem to win in front of them. So, uh, as long as he's out there having fun, that's all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, where the hell is that? Comments uh, no. like that, you're not getting laid. Uh, what's up? <laughs> You'll hear that later. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what was said. All, all you need to know is that you just got treated. You're an idiot. You are dumb. Shauna Reed defeated uh, Maggie Lee. Uh, awesome fucking match, by the way. I don't see that. She's on Impact or something like that, or AEW. Um, Shauna Reed. She's all over the place. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites. She doesn't. Uh, they had the key, uh, keys to the Kingdom Battle Royal that Acid Jazz picked up the win in. Uh, not cleanly. This new faction came out, The Reckoning. I'm sure you heard about this, right? I didn't hear it. No? You don't know who the leader is? No. Your buddy, bro. My buddy. I have Your a buddy. Your fucking buddy. Your fucking buddy. Who? Former Powell Commissioner, man. Edford's leading the charge with his new group, The Reckoning, brother. Great. That goofy was- that goofy ass somehow signed a manager's contract before he gave up his fucking uh, role as the head of the fucking company. Wow. So yeah. He's an even bigger shithead. He's such a douche. God. He's like fucking Pac-Man with Mike skills. Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't know. I think Pac-Man has better Mike skills, but that's just me. No, he doesn't. Get your hands off your pants, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. yeah. That's what I assume he's doing every time he fucking mutes. Just sticks his shit through that fucking uh, hole in his dinner fucking uh, table. <coughs> Polly no. Tomaselli. What's up? I said no. Gotcha. Uh, Polly Tomaselli and Acid uh, lost to uh, Acid Jazz and uh, his partner Priest. I can't remember his phone fucking name. Sean Priest. There we go. Uh, they actually picked up the pinfall victory but end up getting disqualified because uh, Polly ended up hitting the referee by accident. Uh, so it was unfortunate they wanted five more minutes. Hedford said no because Acid Jazz is now part of the reckoning. Uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, IPA re, uh, regained their tag team titles uh, in a six-man tag where they teamed up with Hornswoggle to take on the uh, cartel. Uh, Scott Spade uh, picked up the victory against Hunter Payne for the uh, heavyweight championship. So Scott Spade is now a four-time SC, uh, POW heavyweight champion. Uh, Mr. Smisery obviously helped um, in that situation. Last man standing match, Kazao versus Mason Perk. Mason Perk got the victory against Kazao to become the new Midwest champion. Ooh. And that was Summer Explosion. Yeah, all in all, it was, it was a pretty good show. Uh, three new champions. Uh, there was a women's match that uh, they definitely highlighted as uh, a marquee moment for Pau because Pau doesn't have that many women's championship matches, probably like one every like two or three months, which I think is incredible. Um, 
show is good. Other than fucking Hedford having to fucking be relevant again in a very small capacity, uh, everything else was great. Hmm. Yeah. All right. See how quick and easy that is? Yeah. You guys over here fucking writing biographies and shit? Cliff notes, baby. Or or maybe uh, someone shouldn't go on rants for hours. Well, don't give me a reason to rant. Yeah. Okay, um, Sunday, Powell had a show. Um, a special pride show for the LG, LG, help me out, Mac, Pac-Man, I can't get the letter. LGBT. No, there's more. Q plus, LGBTQ plus. Yeah. Yeah. I can never get the letters right, but, um, it's called You Better Work. Um, if I can just say one thing before I go into the results. If you didn't go to this show because you're a bigot piece of shit, you're a bigot piece of shit. All right. Um, Mason Perks defeated Axel Braille, Axel Rico, and Quinn Wittick in a fatal four-way. Yeah, which was oh, actually cool because it was announced the night before because he won the championship. He actually put that title on the line officially in that match. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Um, oh, by the way, these results came courtesy of my good friend, Queen Bunny Mandy. Um, Moondog Murray defeated Scott Spade. Um, Hold on on a second. Queen Bunny Mandy. Yes. That's a cupcake lady? No. Oh. It's a different friend. Is this a new one? Have you gotten results from her before? No. So she's technically new to JFW. Oh. Does she go to a lot of power shows? Not many. She just went to this one because it was special. Gotcha. Cool. She's uh she goes to CSW a lot. Oh. Well thank you. Thank you for the results for this show. I was gonna go, but the fucking trip was an hour and a half on Saturday. It's like I'm not making this trip twice. <laughs> so But like I said, the venue was amazing. I think the cause is pretty cool that they're doing it for. So uh yeah, I just wasn't making the trip fucking twice. Plus, right, there was uh, a ticket. There was a ticket waiting for you, fucking Pac-Man. And you never showed. I I wanted to go so bad. I've been I, recovering I, from allergy. I wanted to. I wanted to go. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Moondog Moondog Murray defeated Scott Spade. Scott Spade said that this was not for the title. However, Jimmy Blaze came out and said that there will be a rematch and it will be for the title in July. In T-Wood. Fucking championship rematch is not really a thing in indie wrestling anymore, is it? No. I mean, you would think Hunter Payne would be getting that first title shot, right? Yeah. Well, I know. I guess I could mention that. Fucking, um, I don't know what the fuck happened, but Tiny came out to Hunter's rescue. Oh, so, um, it was actually noted on a recent episode of Windy City Slam Scott Spade was the special guest, and he explained that Tiny made too many mistakes, so he kicked him out. Gotcha. Well, at a future show, Tiny and Hunter Payne are going to team up against Scott Spade and a partner of his choosing, which I believe now there's three future shows where you have tag team matches with an opponent and a partner of their choosing. Right? Hmm, interesting. Pow. IPW, 
crash tested. How about that? God, it feels like a workaround for cars subject to change. It's a mystery. You know what would be amazing? If the same guy was the mystery opponent for all those fucking matches. The mystery be, partner for all those. That would be great. Real quick, before we get back to the results, I know this is a ramp or whatever. If you could pick who that fucking, who that person is, who would be the mystery opponent for all three, who would it be? Max Holiday. Ooh, solid choice. What are you pack, man? Sea Red. He's my grandpa. Of course I'm going to pick him. Not who you want, who you think. Who do I think? I never think. Fucking booked him. God, you would suck as a booker. Well, let's just Don't, say... I can't even do Max, this, Rooney. Max has the in with two of the three. Well, technically he has a way to get into the other one, but the other two are likely. Yeah, Max, Max would be a solid choice. I think I think I would go with Max uh, or <clears throat> um. Oh god, what the fuck is that guy's name? No, you know Max. I think you know you're right. I think Max would be the best option for all three. I mean, it wouldn't be too much of a mystery if if he was the one for Scott Spade because they're part of the same. They're part of the same group, I guess. But yeah. Uh, Rough, Rough Crossing has a, uh, a history with Spade, doesn't it? Yeah, they're part of the same group. Yeah. Oh, but, shit, but another thing that can be mentioned is uh, Yabo and uh, Rough Crossings are moving forward in the uh, the Crocky Cup. I already know the results for that. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you, but, know, the, you know the ending to it? Uh-huh. Oh, jeez, who the fuck ruins that shit? Not cool. Uh, Oh, well, but I won't ruin it for anybody else. No. Um, uh, Joe, brother. Yeah. Joey Mayberry uh, defeated Meat Hooks with the assist of uh, by Jillian. Uh, Mateo Valentine won the Battle Royal and was officially crowned by Awesome Kong at the end of that match. Uh, there was a drag queen... Um, show going on, but it was interrupted by uh, the Bad Hombre Cartel. Uh, a lot of pushing and shoveling between the groups. Um, but it was then um, the cartel were told that they are suspended from POW for five months due to their actions. Good. Don't fuck control. with Don't fuck with people. Yeah. God damn it. Um... Bombshell Shelley uh, defeated Haley Shadows. And then main event, um, it was the Tail Valentine versus Effie. Um, from the clips I saw, hard-hitting, um, shenanigans, typical Mattel Valentine shenanigans. Um, but it was interrupted by Acid Jazz and Stylin' Sh- um, Shane Eaton. Um, which then it was turned into a tag match. Mateo Valentine and Effie versus Jazz and uh, Eaton. And Mateo and uh, Effie got the win. And that was Pow, you better work. All right. 
ARW. ARW has a show this Saturday, June the 10th. Uh, it's called Collider. Um, at their new location, 4700 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. So it's just down the street. That's the school now, too, right? That's officially yeah. the school? Officially the school. Um, doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time, 7 p.m. Tickets are just $15. I believe you can still get them in advance via their Facebook page, ARW Pro. All right. Uh, one of the matches announced officially, Wade Evans versus Charlie Jr. in a no-disqualification match. I'm sure you saw the video yeah. where Charlie got attacked. Um, earlier in the video, Ivan was involved, um, you know, talking to the prospects. Even Muggsy got in Ivan's face. Dude, something he, you don't want to do. You he really grabbed, don't want to do that. He grabbed Ivan by the scruff of the fucking yeah. neck, bro. That's... You see, I challenged Ivan once. I never grabbed him by the back of the neck like that, though. Good Lord, jeez. Are, you, are you offering assistance to uh, Charlie Jr. Uh, for this match? It's Look, no secret you want to be a member of the family, bro. I do. But it, it seems that um, ARW don't want me there, or they're just, I'm being ignored. Let me let, let me ask you, if Charlie came up to you and said, Turtle, come be part of the family, would you I'll do jump it? it? I'll jump that shit in a heartbeat. What if he said in order to do that, you could be L.I.M.? Hmm. I'm listening to your answer very carefully, Nubby. Do you want to be the family or do you want to be L.I.M.? Um... For the ARW tag team titles. Oh, he dodged the question. I, oh, I no. want to be in the family. I mean, I drive fast cars, you know, do spy stuff with Vin Diesel. I'd hey, be in that family. You know what? I'm going to answer it like this. How about that? Okay. And it comes from a legend, a Hall of Famer. There's one thing for sure. Nothing's for sure. sure. I don't know why I knew that, too. <laughs> I don't know why I said it before. I don't know why I fucking that do is, that. That is my go-to. You know, it can either be that or to beat the man. You got to be the man. You got to beat the man. But at least I quoted him. So we got that going for me. Which uh, um, which legend is that, Pac-Man? Oh, man. I'm trying to, like, remember. Man. You just fap right now? No, I slapped my leg. I don't believe you. He thigh slapped. He fucking leaned back and helicoptered that shit. <laughs> Sometimes when you gotta think about things in wrestling, you just gotta slap your thigh. God. Do I know how you know he's not wearing pants? It's because it sounded like skin on skin. I'm wearing shorts, I'll have you know. But Pay's not. You wearing shorts? You wearing shorts? He's going all banana hammock right now. I am not going banana. Hammock. Anyways, it's, anyways, it's steak. He's going ba go bonanza on. hammock. Masked bonanza hammock. Uh, okay, what's the next match, bro? Bonanza. Um, for the tag team titles, uh, we got Deathwitch, Quinn Whitock, and um, Joey Dalton versus B.O.W. and Max Holiday of the Scumbag Army. Gotcha. So it's a six-man tag, but for the tag team titles. No. 
Who did you say it was? BLW Max Holiday versus Quinn Whitock and Joey Dalton. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought I heard you say a tag team's name, and then, okay, gotcha. Um, okay, I get what you're saying. Perfect. All right, I'm All on right. board. I'm on All board. All right. Um, JPH um, doesn't have an opponent yet, but he vows to kick somebody, to kick somebody's ass at this show. It'll be just another loss. And he admits that he's been losing and he's tired of it. Well, do better, kid. How about that? Uh, find um, yourself. Find your smile. Yeah. Uh, Nick Diamond will be defending his Indiana State Championship against Dave Allen. Uh, Nick Diamond will be accompanied by Uncle Willie. Willie Richardson. Um, as I As I go to look to see if anything else was posted. Uh, another video was um, just they're hyping it up. Okay. Um, so one of the matches that was first is my no. falls. You gotta touch the ground. Uh, we call it the lava. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> wait, the belt is lava. No, the ground is lava. Oh, thank you. I was like, I was like, what the? Fuck? The floor is lava. Tra- Why would the belt be lava, Travis? That would hurt your shoulder. Too bad it wasn't lava. If you had um, lava as part of your belt, like that would hurt. You cut them off. At kick them out. <laughs> I kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's the power I hold. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, Travis, I gotta ask you something. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, one of the matches that was announced, um, not too long after the last show, um, there was gonna be a triple threat match between James Creed. Seamoss Dave and Nick Cutler for the heavyweight title. But it was just recently posted by Nick Cutler himself that he is leaving wrestling for good. Now, the question is, Will is this going to be his last match, or is he just done not going to be at this show? Now, if that's the case, is it going to be a singles match between James Creed and Seamoss Dave? Nothing has been made official yet. I don't believe he's leaving wrestling. Um, I'm, I kind of know too much about the guy personally, and I think it this is this is it. But it is Nick Cutler. He may just uh, be pulling in Eric Xavier. Who knows? But um, the one thing I'll say is Nick Cutler, I wish him the best and what he does if this is it. Um, he was actually the first one to get my character over with a big crowd. We were a tag team one time, and I got my first pop teaming up with him. So I will always remember that. And as of right now, that is ARW's card. Um, just stay tuned to their Facebook page for more information. Uh, it's called Collider. New location, 4700 Central Ave, Lake Station, Indiana. 
Doors open 6 p.m., bell time 7 p.m. Tickets are $15. Cool. Uh, awesome. Is there anything else uh, we need to add? Anything else mm. in wrestling related we need to talk about? No, not on my end. Not on my end either. Cool. What's coming up? Uh, what's coming up next week? Um, we actually have Dreamwave next week. Who's the guest of Dreamwave? Is there a guest announced or no? Uh, there might have been. Let me double check. But we'll have to look that up and talk about it next week. Cool. So. Next week will be Dreamwave uh, match card and the ARW's results. So, uh, mm-hmm. cool. Maybe other stuff if anything pops up. Uh, Nasty Boys, Brooklyn Brawler, and I think Earl Habner. From what I can tell. Yeah, from- yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl Habner. Maybe I'll make a Dreamwave. Maybe I'll make a Dreamwave show next uh, next weekend. I'll be out of town, so. Didn't invite you. Good. <laughs> I'll be no. I'll be doing non wrestling related stuff that weekend. Gotcha, gotcha, perfect. <clears throat> uh, cool. Um, awesome. Well, make sure you follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching "Just Freak Wrestling" or "JFW Podcast," and you can find our shows where they are released: iTunes, YouTube Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, even fucking YouTube. Um, do make sure you check out the uh, lovely Intoxicated podcast uh, on YouTube and Facebook just by searching "lovely Intoxicated Men." Make sure you are subscribing to the YouTube channels and notification bells for when they are released. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Cowabunga. And I am Patty Two Belts, the Podcast Papa, signing off. Shut up, Santino. That's the stupidest fucking Patty thing. Patty Two Pods. What? Patty Two Pods. Oh, God. I thought you said t- Daddy Two Cocks. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, are you? <laughs> Oh, I mean, not to brag or anything. You over there fucking skiing, bro? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.